Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Hey guys, it's B-Show Brian from Break the Apocalypse. We wanted to take the time to thank everybody for their support and helping us launch this podcast. And we want to announce that we're now on Patreon. So at patreon.com slash break the app, that's B-R-E-A-K-T-H-E-A-P. For five bucks a month, you can get access to ad-free versions of the free weekly shows and also Patreon-exclusive episodes just for you. So again, that's patreon.com slash break the app. If you want to follow us on social media, John can be found on Twitter at I am John Draper. You can find Shaw at Nuclear Heat, and you can also request graphic work or order unique prints from him at nuclearheat.shop. And always, you can find me at Brian on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Thank you for the support. We really appreciate it. But now it's time to break the apocalypse. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the Break the Apocalypse podcast. This is your weekly look at the hellscape that we all find ourselves in that we just don't seem like we're ever going to get out. And that's actually very good for business. My name is John Draper. Happy apocalypse to uh, one and all. Uh, uh, As we record this, I think it's the 14th uh, of January. With me is uh, Shaheen. Shaheen, happy weekly apocalypse. What's up, brother? Yeah, man, the apocalypse is putting the butts in seats for us. It really is. It really is. B-Show Brian, happy weekly apocalypse. Happy weekly apocalypse. Your hello... Hello, everybody. It sounded like a David Lee Roth. Hello, baby. That's uh, that's the big bopper. And on The Simpsons, they actually, on, a cemetery, on his gravestone, it said, Goodbye, baby, because he died in the great plane crash with Richie Valens and Buddy Holly. Buddy Holly yeah. Otherwise known as the day the music died. Or those, actually, this could be like the month the country died. I don't know. We're still hanging in there. I, I, I checked my emails every day to see that we still have a democracy. I don't know. But uh, I'm always surprised. Um, we're going to kick off as we normally do. We're going to r- run through our uh, apocalyptic Patreon donors. Uh, this is a weekly podcast that comes out every Friday. Uh, you only get half the podcast if you listen to us on the many available free platforms. You don't get the full show. The only way to get the full show, unedited, uninterrupted, um, unadulterated, uh, unfit for uh, society, is if you donate to the Patreon. There's only one tier. It's five bucks a month. That five bucks a month gets you full episodes, including the uh, ever-growing back catalog of every show, uh, full episodes of every show, plus the monthly Q&A show, which uh, uh, just want to remind everybody, that's coming up soon. So if you want to start sending in your Q&As, we'll send something out. It's coming to be that time. We'll probably do it in the next uh, week or two. Uh, but uh, never a bad time to send in the Q&As. We'll get something a little official out there for you. But we're going to kick it off right now with, and we have some new Patreons, uh, we're going to read everybody's name. And this is just a little way of saying thank you. Let everybody know we appreciate the support. We do it in the free platform uh, because uh, without these people, you know, where would we be? So thank you to the ever-growing Apocalypse podcast supporters. 
Uh, starting with Austin Red, JB Buff Bell, J Reb, Texas Sal, Jarek Braxton, Lunatic in Houston. I've been to Houston. Amazing food. Love Houston. Great town. Joseph Glasgow, Kevin Mathurin, Mr. Mark Gordon, The Purple Haze, Michael Smith, Jay the Down Under Thundercast, Mr. Steve Shaw, Rivers Joe Hansen, Danny Douglas, Senator Bravo, Cal Robert, Paul Stockwell, my good friend, Mr. John Garcia, Jude, Stephen Teasdale, Mr. Marquise Johns, Matt, Fatty316, Ruben, John Bernstein, Richard Todd, Anthony Jeter, Felix Ortiz, Christopher Horge, Joe, just Joe, Charles Haddad, Mr. James Gruesome, good buddy of mine, Stello Echoes, Cloudy, Daniel Clark, Matthew James, Joseph Marr, Deliverance, Ronald Anderson, Ralph Ramirez, the legendary John Krauser, Adam Bergone, Willie Thompson, Mr. Paul Convoy, the legend that is Bobby Blades, Chris Matthews, Emmanuel, the lovely Amy Foley, Chris Kazimi, Christopher Kane, Jeff the Lippy Lip 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 Lipman, Roxy Mike, the adorable Mr. Drew Yari, and the letter J. Now, there's only one way to join, and that's by going to patreon.com backslash break the app. And again, the only way to hear full episodes of our weekly podcast is through the Patreon donation platform. Five bucks a month. Um, that gets you everything. And the Q&A is coming up. Uh, the Q&A is a bonus show. And then in the future, if we do more bonus shows, all of those will be geared specifically towards that platform. Thank you very, very much to the ever-growing Patreon support. Um, we cannot, uh, we can't really thank you enough. I mean, we really can't. Thank you guys very, very much. And for those of you joining us on the free download, uh, get in there. It's five bucks. Valentine's Day is coming up. Why well, spend it on someone that doesn't really appreciate anything? Take that five dollars, spend it on you. You do you do yourself five bucks a month. You can't even get a good Starbucks for five bucks. You can't. Mine's like seven dollars and seventy cents. But I'm a fancy lad. Um, so thank you to all of you for doing that. Um, we, uh, wow, we're, we're coming off of some pretty interesting stuff that's happened this week. But I, I know this is going to seem a little uh, monotonous at this point. But once again, uh, Shaheen has lost yet another friend. And I, 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 I know how this might seem to certain people like, what's going on with these guys? What's going on? Uh, but Shaheen wants to take a minute to mention uh, a friend that he lost Again, and uh, Shaheen is a very young guy to constantly having to be memorializing these friends. So, Shaheen, would you uh, please, uh, you know, please take the mic? Yeah, actually, um, Danny Douglas, one of our Patreons, he may be pretty familiar with um, Vic also. Because Vic is from the deathmatch scene. Um, rest in peace, Vic Flippot. Um, he's been around the deathmatch scene. I mean, he's been around IWA Mid-South since the 90s. You know, he's, he attended, like, every show. And... Uh, you know, he was a down south guy, but I would see him a lot in New Jersey because he would travel. So he would travel to a lot of the shows. And uh, he got a lot of art from me, man. He, he took my art to Clive Barker, you know, got, you know, did, did, did a bunch of stuff for me, got a bunch of stuff signed for me for free. Um, sent it. And he was a very supportive, man. Very nice guy. 
I didn't see a bad thing, you know, mentioned about him. Um, it sucks, man. This is like the third week in a row. I know, know? I know. First, and, first one was like, you know, childhood friend. Second one was a podcast listener, which, you know, I didn't know very well, but still. And then, you know, this week, you know, one of the fellow Deathmatch fans, which I did know Vic pretty well. But uh, once how, how old of a gentleman? How, how old was a gentleman? Of a gentleman? It was right around my my age. He wasn't any like, older than me. Yeah, you're a young guy to be constantly yeah. having to uh, to deal with this. Um, so, yeah. uh, to his f- close friends and family, rest in peace. Um, very sad. Um, you know, it's just I, I I know this is the third week in a row. Poor Shaheen has had to uh, you know kind of kind of kind of break kayfabe and talk about a real loss. It's just I mean, how do you wrap your head around it? Um, it's crazy. Yeah, man. 2021, dude. It's, I mean, uh, I'm not one of those people that wants to, um, say it's, it's, it's necessarily starting off on a bad foot for me because I feel like when you put that kind of energy out, you're almost challenging it to get worse. So I don't want to put that kind of energy out, but it is kind of surreal to, uh, have, do this three weeks in a row. Yeah. Um, as soon as, I mean, I don't know, but I, yeah. again, none, none of these were COVID related as far as I'm concerned. A lot of it is, is stress from people from yeah. the last year so yeah i just as we went on the air uh, uh the legendary guitar player for the new york dolls like one of the original punk bands that's ever existed in the states they they basically set the table for glam r- glam metal and uh and new york punk and new york hardcore sylvain sylvain uh just died today i just found out a little while ago i'm a fan of the new york dolls uh i'm a very big fan of the new york dolls they're a very important group they kind of influenced so many people that i liked and, um, you know, a couple of years ago, I saw he was sick. He was one of the only living remaining members uh, along, I think, with David Johansson. I don't know how many people are alive from that band. Most people know that to be the man known as Buster Poindexter, uh, who sang Hot, 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 which I know, for those of you that are in the know, it is a little strange that the guy who sang the song Hot, Hot, Hot is actually an original glam punk rocker from the Lower East Side. But he is. Uh, David Johansson, he's also an actor. He was in the movie Scrooged. Uh, he's alive, but his guitar player just passed away. And, um, you know, I remember two years ago him saying that he needed help because he had cancer and he couldn't afford his treatment. And it's just, oh, this shit just, it just never ends. It's just, it's a nonstop barrage, hellscape, apocalyptic fucking life that we're living. But we're here to kind of, you know, we're here to kind of make it a little better for you. We don't want to bring you down, SA. We want to, we want to keep it good. We want to, we want to, we want to make it, we want to make it, uh, we want to make it interesting. We want to also keep want to get you high. We want to lift the spirit up, get you high. Yeah, you know? we're going to take you higher. Like, like <laughs> James Brown. High. Yeah, we're going to get you, we'll go, we'll get you there. We'll, we'll take you there. Hey. Um, so yeah, it's not all doom and gloom. I mean, it isn't all doom and gloom, but yeah, that was, I just found out about that literally as I was logging on and I was like, oh shit, he died. Like dude was sick for a while. And, oh, and I think I know three people uh, who lost a parent in the past two weeks, if not, maybe four people. And, um, most of it I think is not COVID related, but I, they're not really disclosing it. So Jesus Christ, it's just, yeah. wow. just unreal, man. Unreal. Dude. I was, um, I was watching cause I follow the, the Fox news on for, for LA just because of when, you know, the BLM riots and everything was happening. I was, I was watching a lot of the stuff that was happening in LA. So I get a lot of the news from them now still the notifications. Um, and I saw this lady, she was a, I, th- I think she was a Mexican girl. She lost her mom her stepdad and dad within seven days, all to COVID. I was like, I, and I'm, I'm, I think I saw that. And they didn't mention I it. That. Like, I mean, I'm assuming like the dad lived in a different house. Cause I mean, clearly there's a stepdad. So I'm again, they didn't mention it, but I'm assuming she's the connector as far as the virus spreading, you know? So yeah, she um, could be patient a, zero in that. Yeah. And I'm sure she probably feels like shit if that's the case. Cause I mean, your whole fucking family just got wiped out first week of 2021, you know, that's, 
Yeah, uh, a lot of people uh, going through shit, man. So, if, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just, it's it's not a good time, man. I mean, it's just not. I We're still reeling as a country from uh, the stupid revolution last week, the low-functioning revolution that we had. <laughs> so much information's coming out. Um, we I got, some, wanna, we got some good feedback on the low-functioning uh, Ocean's Eleven, Ocean's by the way. Ocean's Eleven. Yeah, I think, I think we're going to put that into the questions mode. I think people could submit their version. I think I would like to hear other people's choices because – um, I, you know, someone mentioned Kevin Sorbo. I forgot about him. Uh, he's got to be on there. Um, Steve Bannon, I forgot, but Bannon, I don't know that Steve Bannon's really down with Trump anymore since he fired him, but yeah, we'll, we'll probably, maybe we'll do something with that low functioning, uh, oceans 11. Maybe we'll cut a promo or something. We'll make like a video or something. I don't know. It could be fun. Um, B show, what is going on with the coronavirus by you? Because I keep, I, I, I want to know regionally how this is working out for people because we got Ohio, we got Pennsylvania, and we got the upstate region of New York. So all of us are in very different areas. Is, is, is it spreading by you? I think I saw your governor on TV the other day. Yeah, it is. It is. Um, and I know some people that work in hospitals around here and their COVID was at max capacity. They were turning people away. I remember I said, I think it was two weeks ago, my grandpa went to the hospital for a procedure and they almost couldn't find a bed for him. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's where we're at. But we're still, I mean, businesses are still open to an extent. The word from the governor isn't that they're going to shut down. I think he's afraid to do that again. But it's also, if you don't have to go into work, don't do it. So not wow. really a mandatory thing, just like a, everyone take it easy and, and stay away. But like, I know some people who had family in from North Carolina, their little baby had it, and then they spread it around to a bunch of people around Christmas. So oh, like six people oh, got God. it. Luckily, nobody Damn, got it too man. bad, but... What a shitty gift. I mean, can you return that? <laughs> like, honestly, like all I got for Christmas was COVID and it fit. Ugh, that is terrible. What's going on in Pennsylvania, Shaheen? Uh, I haven't been following it too closely, but I know yesterday we lost about 280 people. And, wow, 280? Uh, yeah, 280. And also, oh. a side note, man, my, my girlfriend, she works, you know, in, in a facility like that. And, uh, I think out of the 19 patients in that hallway, 11 have COVID. Oh, good. And this is a retirement home. So these are old people that are probably not going to make yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. That's so goddamn sad. I mean, can you imagine you live this long and you like, if you're like an old person now, you saw some shit, yo. Like yeah. you saw like, I mean, like you could have been like actively, in, you could have, you could have logistically been in a war or like a, like a global war. You could have seen uh, Hitler. Yeah, you could have <laughs> seen Hitler eighty yeah. years ago. You, you could have punched Hitler. You could have punched Hitler. You could have, you, you know, you could have been in the Korean War. You could have been actually an extra in the real Mash. You know, you know, you could have been in Vietnam. I mean, like you survive all these things. You could have been somebody who was on the front lines of like the civil rights movement. You could have been somebody who was, uh, you know, an active, sexually active person during like seventies and eighties with sexually transmitted diseases where people are fucking dying from fucking. You know what I'm saying? Like you saw some shit. And then to die from this fucking shit, an old motherfucker who may have held on, who may have actually had more life, and then this fucking takes you out, man. It's fucked up. Yeah, like fucked my grandpa. Up. Grandpa just had his 93rd birthday on Monday, and he's stuck wow. at home. He's been stuck at home for a fucking year, man. 93. Wow. That's oh. a, Well, happy, happy birthday to him. What's his first name? Wayne. Wayne, happy birthday to you. You're a badass man. 93. God bless. I had a great grandma live to 95. She didn't even know English. She she barely knew English. She was the one who came here, the like the matriarch. She's one who, she came here to marry somebody. She was like 16. From Italy like, or from Ireland? From 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 uh from us uh, from Sicily. My, oh. From uh from 
her and her sisters came here because there was no marriage prospects in their town in Sicily. There was no one to marry because everyone was dead because they were killing them. So they came here like pre-World War I and fucking, I swear to God, because I did a story on her when I was in grade school about her journey to the country. Um, and, uh, she, you know, she spoke really crappy English, you know, she lived to be 95, you know, she, she saw some shit. She saw some shit. 95. She died like in the, in the late eighties, you know? So she was like a, you know, she, she was born in the fucking 1800s or some shit. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm so fucking tired. I can't do math. I can't do basic math people. I can't get in the common core. I don't remember when she died. I know it was in the eighties, but, uh, she was 95. And I think when she was like 93, she broke a hip and she was never the same. You know, that breaking the hip shit's weird shit. Yeah, you know? that's kind of like the the beginning of the tumble downward. Yeah, yeah. Once you start breaking hips and shit, like you know, it's like you know those hips. You know, that that's it. That's the like don't the, lie. That's like the hips don't even, lie. Even if you don't break them, man. I mean, my my grandfather was in hospice for three months in this very house, and it was fucking brutal. And uh, towards the end, before he was in hospice, he would fall like every other day, and he would never hurt himself. He would like nothing Jeez. broke, but. I mean, yeah, once you start falling, dude, it's kind of down. I mean, Dusty Rose, that's how he died, isn't it? He, is he that fell, he and died? then it was kind of – he fell, and I think a, a week later, that was it. It was game over. Uh, you know, yeah. I think I think that is Didn't true. they say I he'd been that. sick leading up to that, though? Yeah. I'm yeah. sure. I wasn't feeling well, baby. I, was, I, had, to, I had to have a sour. I had to, I had to have somebody help me in a sour. I couldn't even – I had to sit in a sour, baby. I still baby. I had even... a telephone with a cord stretched across the floor. I've fallen, and I can't get up. <laughs> Yeah, the fall is usually like a spoiler alert when it comes to life. <laughs> yeah, spoiler alert, you're not going to live very long. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of giving you like a heads up. Like, yo, dude, it's, it's time spoiler to alert. Up. Yeah, it's like, you know, if, if somebody it's falls to that age, it's a bad, it's a bad scene. Yeah. So, yeah, like, uh, yeah, it's just this like we're still obviously we're going to talk a little bit about what's been going on uh, in our country. Um, in you know, because it's just batshit crazy. It's 24 hours shit batshit crazy. Yeah. So we're about, what, eight days removed from the stupid revolution to eight days. <laughs> and yes. um, and boy, are the arrests flying off the shelves. I mean. I wow. While they're at it, they should probably be looking for like long-term crim. Can we figure out like who killed these people in the uh, autonomous zone, and maybe find out who killed like Biggie and Tupac at this point? Like, what about like they, the Atlanta child out- murders that are still unsolved? Yeah, can we? Yeah, the Atlanta child murders. Like you know, I like is there Jack any- the Ripper? They threw the kitchen sink at these fucking people. It's the craziest shit. So basically, uh, to recap, for those of you that just are trying to forget, we had the uh, the stupid revolution. And um, a whole shit ton of people. I think they said something like over 200 people. I, I could be spitballing here. There's so much information and it's changing. So bear with us here as we record this um, on the 14th, uh, you know, late at night on Thursday. Uh, there was over like 200 people that they were looking for that they were trying to find. And, and so got far, they've 100 now. Yeah. 100. Yeah, they got 100. I've never seen like this people get arrested this quickly in my life. Like, I, I, I think it's because there was so much cooperation from people who are now very comfortable with ratting these people out. Um, so we've had this really weird schizophrenic change in the country where uh, I guess we like cops now and we like to report people to the police. Six months ago, this would have been unheard of. I mean, like you had people literally running out of stores with arms full of furniture and clear as day, and there was no effort to find any of these people. But uh, it's a little different, I think, when it's the nation's capital. I think a lot of people took that very personally, and they should. 
I'm not equating the two things. I'm just saying that it just seems like we found these people so easily. Like these were not like career criminals. It wasn't like right. Carmen San Diego. We didn't have to go far to find these motherfuckers. Yeah, but this is a little different though, because dude, no, a lot I, of I those people. Yeah, I know, but the Foot Locker people, they had masks on. These motherfuckers are going live on Facebook, giving their go. This the guy gave his government name to Vice with oh, Nancy Lord. Pelosi's fucking letter. Like these well, people were retarded. Well, I think yeah. a lot of these people wanted to smoke. So, you know, there's also been a lot of talk, and I don't know what – I think I was listening to Tim Dillon. The most recent – the two recent Tim Dillon episodes, maybe two of the best podcasts I've ever heard in my life. Tim Dillon had a very different take on this, and I don't want to glom off of what he was saying because he had a very different take. But one of the things he said was something that I said and that I've been telling people privately and otherwise is that um, – the, the, regardless of the station in life of the stupid revolution people, you know they're dumb, right? Like they're not smart people. Like they're not, they're not, they're not Mensa graduates. They're not, you know, I don't care what they, what position they hold in life. I don't care if they own a business. I don't give a fuck, you know, the, the Olympic skier guy, where the fuck he is. One of the, one of them is a goddamn Olympian. But I'm just saying, yeah. you know, the, the, like this, like, uh, Tim Dillon was really went deep in this in the second half of his podcast. He was saying like these QAnon people had to know this was going to end bad. Like, you know, there was no, like they had to know there was never going to be a thing where they were going to find all the, the kidnapped children and Trump was going to be the king and all sorts of stuff. It's like, there was no other way for this to end. Right. I mean, don't you think this had to end this way? Because really this ends it. Right. Cause we know the stupid people, the stupid people are in big trouble. They're, they're all getting arrested. They're all fleeing. They're all backpedaling. Some of them are in hiding. Some of them are not hiding. But one thing is for sure, they're all dumb. They're all dumb. Um, this kind of ends it. Like, how else could this have possibly ended? I mean, like, what if Trump got reelected? Was this going to still go on? I mean, like, I, we got to kind of put the cherry on top of it. This kind of ends all of this, I think. I think. Do you, don't you guys think this is just the beginning? Do you think this is an end? I disagree, dude. I think this is just the beginning. I, I really, really think this is going to be the beginning for the next eight years, at least. Because I think in, in for the first four years, you're going to have Biden as president. They're going to reject Biden the whole time. They're going to be trying to do this shit the whole time. And then right after that, either Pence is going to run or Trump's going to run. Someone's going to run and all this will be fueled right back up. So I, I think this is really just the beginning. But the, the QAnon thing, it's, it's really interesting, man, because these people, you're right. I don't know what their goal was. Like, I don't know if they wanted to go in the Capitol and like they were going to find fucking yeah. – Baby brains in the yeah, fucking were they looking for the yeah, were they looking like yeah, like like B show, were they looking for tons of tied up children in a basement being being assaulted? <laughs> yeah, they're probably looking for the plans to the bunkers that the Viking guy was talking about. Mm, I mean, the underground. they just he said there's some places where you can't walk a hundred feet between bunkers because they're all underground bunkers for all this secret experimentation and shit. But yeah, I mean I'm yeah. kind of was shy a little bit. I don't know if I don't know if this is the beginning. This might be like the first in a series of uh, of ending issues, I think. Because how well, long I, I can think, it go on? I think. Well, I think it's going to go on for a while because I think the the next round that you're going to get is obviously probably next week. But I think after that, once Biden actually takes the chair, he's going to have to deal with the whole impeachment. Now, once he actually gets possibly impeached, like full blown impeached, depending on how many GOP members obviously vote and all that. But if he gets impeached, they're going to blame Biden, and Trump's going to take shots and say, "Oh." Look, they're trying to you know discredit me and do all this well, witch hunt bullshit that he's doing. I he's going to fuel this up thing. again. I get that cult mentality that they're never going to give up on it. But as far as the physically storming capitals and shit, that's only going to get uglier. And I don't think they can last. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, there's 2,000 National Guard there now. So good luck with that. 
twenty thousand uh, are supposed to be there by yeah. next week. Twenty. Yeah, for the inauguration. Yeah, good. Good luck. Good. Good luck. Um, so you better you better have a good better plan this time, uh, rather than just a you know a couple of beardos and uh, you know some white power dudes jumping through uh, glass doors, um, screaming with rebel flags. That wasn't exactly a very good plan. Um, what about other places though? Like, well, that's the thing. Area, so, so, so basically what's happening is, um, a couple of things. So we do have the impeachment thing. Obviously the Congress, they had, they knew they were getting the votes, but, uh, Mitch McConnell didn't, is not bringing the Senate back in time for this to happen prior. So he's not getting impeached while he's president. So that's obviously not going to happen. This is more of a symbolic gesture. There's major concern that they think he might run in 2024. I don't see how he's alive in 2024. Like, honestly, like, I, like how do people in their 70s, like, I have this conversation with my mother all the time now, and it's like, this motherfucker thinks she's living for, like, 20 more years. And I'm like, who makes plans? Like, if I was in my 70s, I'm not making plans for, like, 10 years from now. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm living day to day. I wouldn't buy Trump green is... bananas, man. No. How old is Trump? Is he 77? He's 74. 74. Okay. Yeah. Like we're gonna vote in a seventy-eight-year-old disgraced ex-president? Like that's crazy, man. Like, like his his people will be on to the next big thing. Like there'll be a TikToker like running for president. Like no one's gonna remember this fucking guy in four years. We move fast. Look, we move fast in this country. We love people for like two days, and then we move to something, and then somebody else gets angry, and we move the fuck on pretty quick. I I know yeah, he's seventy-eight. Oh, yeah, well, but this is a cult, though. John. No, this, this is, is a life expectancy. Dude. Sorry, Sean. Yeah, but Colts, you, Colts are long run, man. I mean, yeah, I, but, I, I but see nobody... this going to Alex Jones. This is gonna, this is you gonna go so? on for a while. Yeah, dude. Alex I, Jones is already basically hinting at Trump coming onto his platform. So, like so which, which, by the way, would be um, like if he starts a podcast, I'm just gonna shit in my pants laughing every day. Like, it's, just, it's amazing. I, uh, I mean, it'll give us. A ton we gotta of go to our sponsor, Blue Chew. We're, we're gonna talk about uh, Blue Chew is an amazing product. I love Blue Chew. We're gonna go to Blue Chew. I still think he's doing a show with Pepe the Frog. I definitely think that would be a good thing. Kind of like like Bray Wyatt with the Funhouse thing with the with the puppets. I'll just have Pepe. Yeah. But uh, but so here's the thing. So uh, the, the nation's capital, all the capital buildings on the day of the inauguration are going to be protected by the military. I live three miles from my capital building, the state capital of New York here in the uh, in the Albany. Um, my wife's family is trying to pressure her not to go to work that day. Uh, I think that's a little silly. I, this is not the purge. Um, this isn't even close to the purge, you know, so they are saying that they have planned protest, but here's what I think. I think they, 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 these people are in so much trouble right now that they didn't prepare for that. There's no way willingly people are going to like, these people are getting arrested at the airport. They're in shock. If you see the videos of them getting arrested, they're in utter disbelief. Like they thought like this was totally Dude, cool. I, I, I disagree. I really disagree. I really think these people are down we'll go to find out. lives. Yeah, we'll I do. I really think they're, they're willing to sacrifice them. I'm telling you, man, this is a fucking cult. This well, let's see too. what happens. Like, are the, are the Eric Clapton, Layla fucking Goodfellas style like montages making anybody else nervous or uncomfortable? No. No, because well, because here's the thing. So, so there's a few different things happening here. So right now, what's happening is there's a very ugly side to this that is not being addressed. Except as usual, it's only being addressed by true progressive people and people who are very concerned about big government and big tech. As much and which, by the way, have been against this president since since pre 2016. So they're not they're not Trump people. So one of the first things Biden said the next day was that we need to pass something to go after domestic terrorists. And that's when a lot of people said, whoa, hold on a minute. Like, let's, let's be careful here. 
because this is exactly what happened after 9-11. So let's take a history lesson since I'm a little older. Um, 9-11 happened. Uh, took the country, like literally the country fell to pieces. I mean, like everyone was in utter disbelief and horror. Uh, there's no getting around it. It was just, it was, it was like a, maybe the worst day in U.S. history. So then there was this fever pitch from everybody, right? And you had all these people going, yeah, we really got to do something about these terrorists. We got to do something about these Muslim extremists. We got to go after these people. We got to go after these people. And that's when all the crazy laws started getting passed, like the Patriot Act. Like uh, their spying powers turned over to local government. And that's something that should make everybody nervous because it's already at a fever pitch. Because what they want to do is they want to pass some crazy law that says they could go after under terrorism laws the same way they detained Muslim people in Guantanamo Bay with no food and no lawyers and was shocking their balls and putting shit up their assholes. They're like, yeah, we don't torture anymore. But you're going to lose like habeas corpus. You're going to lose all your rights if you're considered a domestic terrorist. Now you're going Draper, but that's cool. I would never be considered a domestic terrorist. I got nothing to worry about if they pass that law. Well, here's what Papa Draper is going to stop you right there. I don't know what the statistic is, but there was a very high number of Muslim men that were arrested under this law that had committed zero crimes. <laughs> zero. They never committed a single crime. They nothing. They did zero nothing wrong. And they were zip tied and put a bag on their head and dumped in Cuba. And some of them are still there. This is not just me making shit up. This is factual. This is really happening. There were tons of people who were arrested under these laws that were just dumped in holes and like and tortured. So you got to be a little worried here because, yes, we have domestic terrorism. That's fine. But what's going to define the term domestic terrorists? Who is this going to apply to? Sure, let's apply it to the Camp Auschwitz guy. That's great. Let's apply it to the Viking guy. That's awesome. I got no problem with that. But we don't just stop there. That's like the American thing. We don't just stop. Like Chris Rock had this amazing bit. I don't know if you guys remember it. I don't know which one it was, where he was talking about what happened after 9-11. And he was like, and they were like, yeah, we got to get all the terrorists. And everybody's like, yeah, get them. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. And like, yeah, we really got to do something about all these Muslims. And I'm like, well, okay, like maybe that's not really it. And then he goes, because I know what's happening. It's going to be black people and Jews next because that's the pecking order. It's like we start with the wrong thing and then we use it to get everything else. Case in point, you're still taking your shoes off at the airport. 20 years later, you're still taking off your fucking shoes in the airport. 20 years. Yeah. Why are you still <laughs> taking your shoes off the airport? No, I, I hear what you're saying, man. And and believe me, that was a concern of mine because I was obviously born a Muslim, so that was definitely yeah, a concern a of mine. huge concern of you. And you know right. firsthand what I'm fucking talking about. Right, there are right. people still in Guantanamo Bay today in 2021. There are people in Guantanamo Bay that did not commit a crime. No, I understand that. But it, it, it gets weird because I, I was listening to uh, the FBI you know, chief director or whatever the fuck. And uh, he was telling them basically, yeah, we got a ton of fucking signs that this was going to happen. The only thing is we couldn't follow up on a lot of them because most of it is protected by the First Amendment. So we can't but really. Right. But 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 that's the thing. That's what happened with the Patriot Act. If you know if you're familiar with the Patriot Act, they revote on that every year. They extend that. Why are we still spying on Muslim people in 2021? Like, have, have you? Is there? No, nah, it's weird. Like that? It's weird. Why? Why? Because like, I mean, you realize and all that yeah. shit's just yeah. it's basically well, non-existent now. They're still doing it. They're still spying on mosques. They're still sending people in. It's not it didn't stop, right. dude. It's just not as sexy well, anymore. 
look at the new mosque that's, that's that they're building in New York City. Look how much heat that's getting, man. That yeah. shit is oh, getting yeah. a shit ton of threats already. People are yeah. fuck. These MAGA people are fucking looking to fucking blow that shit up already. Of course they are. Yeah, there, there was a mosque in Bay Ridge, Brooklyn, a very Irish uh, Catholic kind of neighborhood. They built it right next to a movie theater. The first thing that happened after 9-11, I lived in that neighborhood on 9-11. The first thing I think the mayor or maybe the borough president of Brooklyn did was he put military in front of there because he was scared that people were going to go there and do some shit. You see what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah, I'm cool. Look, I want, look, I think all these, the, the, the Viking guy, all these dudes, anybody that tried to storm the Capitol building is a, is a, uh, is a traitor. They're traitors. They're traitors to the country. I agree. I agree. But we can't make a law. The problem is laws are not made for one specific thing. They're sweep, they're a broad brush. And my fear is they are going to pass some crazy law on the back of that, which a lot of people feel like they wanted to do anyway. Suspend habeas corpus, spy on everybody, which by the way, the NSA, Snowden proved that NSA was doing that anyway. But now your civil rights are going to get taken away. Your right to an attorney, your right to a trial, your right to evidence. If they pass this other thing, which I think they're going to pass unanimously, and everybody's like, yeah, they're going to get the Nazis. Well, you know, we, we didn't just get the terrorists with the Patriot Act. We kind of got a lot of American people. We won't have to, like, Sikhs were getting fucking arrested. Sikhs. <laughs> Sikhs. I, I mean, like, this is, I mean, because that's the problem. We're dumb. We create something, and then we don't know how to control. Look at the, look at everything. The evidence is already there. Well, look at so these. I, sorry, go ahead. go ahead. No, go ahead. I'm sorry. But that's exactly why it's making me uneasy because everyone is is memeing it and making jokes about it and go, going along with all this stuff. And the, the irony of this is that the people who storm, the type of people who, who, who think they need to rise against the government, they thought they needed to storm the Capitol, they're afraid of the government taking away your civil liberties. They've been talking about this for 15 years. Mm. But the irony is that it's going to happen because of their actions. So thank you very much, cocksuckers. Yeah, yeah, the, stu that, the stupid revolution. You just lost, you just got rid of the end of our civil rights to a certain extent or our privacy because you fucked up. Yeah, you, you, you just fumbled stupid. the ball on your own five-yard line. Congratulations. No, you know? very much, it's very ironic how they just fuck their own thing up and, and all the stuff that they're against, they're doing themselves. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. But, we, we, like, these, are, these are clearly the same crowd that was saying nuke them all in 2001. And oh, now yeah. look at them. They've become terrorists. They've literally become what they hated. I, I think I started saying this on podcasts a few years ago where I was like, what happened to the terrorists? Where are the terrorists? Well, they're here. We, we, they're, they're, obviously, they live here. They're, they're I recall country. you saying that, actually. Yeah, I yeah I've been saying that. that for years. I'm like, where did the terrorists go? Like, what happened? Did they run away? Like, I don't understand. We didn't. We and couldn't Europe, dude. Europe is filled with that shit now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Paris. Like France. France. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. France, like, UK, yeah. Germany. UK. Yeah. Yeah, Germany's a bad shit. Like, so it's like I get nervous. Like, again, I want justice. I want the, the low functioning Ocean's Eleven people need to pay. We're getting them. They're all getting arrested. People like, I feel like people. I've never seen this many people narco in my life. I, I have mixed feelings about it because I, I have very strong. I'm not a rat person. I, I'm, I'm, I'm a, an old guinea from Brooklyn, and uh, you know, you know, I, I don't, I don't like rats. I don't. It is a bit of a rat culture thing, but we're ratting on some pretty shitty people. I get right, that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's weird. It's a very it's a very schizophrenic time right now because I'm seeing people that six months ago were typing, all cops are bastard, are bastards. Let's blow everything up. Let's get everybody. And now they're like, send this person to the FBI. And I'm like, whoa, like, when did, what? That's a big leap. Like, what, like, hashtag, uh, you know, find the, turn them into the, the feds. And I'm like, 
six months ago, you wanted to burn the fucking feds down. Like, I, I can't keep up with your fucking, like, this is a very, very schizophrenic country. It's very schizophrenic. We're, we're, we're bipolar as shit. But yo, yeah, the, the this one is some thing, bipolar shit. The one thing that really scares me, and I was telling you guys this earlier while I was asking you guys, do you think we have too much freedom? Because there, there's clearly a large portion of this country that's that's mentally ill. Like, it's, it's scary oh, how many mentally ill people we have. You look at the percentage numbers of the approval rate for Trump. Before this shit happened, it was at 95%. Yeah. You know how much it is at now? It's at 77% still. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's still people, super popular. Yeah, dude, 80 million people voted for him. That means, like, what, 55 million people are still okay with this? Yeah. That's scary to know those yeah. 55 million people, chances are they probably own guns. If you piss off 55 million fucking people walking outside with guns, 20,000 troops Sounds like a lot, but I mean, dude, this could, it gets ugly. That's why I'm saying like there should yeah. be some laws because it's, it's really an iffy area. And we're getting to the point yeah. where it's like, dude, I don't need 50 million gun-toting rednecks running outside with fuck. You know what I mean? Like I just, I don't need that in my life. I ran away from that from, from another country to avoid that. Word. And now I'm here and I'm kind of seeing that here. But, 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 but again, I do think it's a very schizophrenic time because, again, six months ago, Every major city's on fire. Everyone wants to kill cops. Everyone hates the police. Ratting people out from rioting, no one was doing. There no. was zero. Like, there was no one going, hey, I saw, recognize that girl running out of uh, the department store. Like, she uh, works at so-and-so. <laughs> yeah, I didn't see nobody. Like, no, it wasn't even in the consciousness. Now it's just sucked it. Like, we immediately went into a police state, almost like immediately. Like, it was like, yeah, police, like, you know. And I do think a part of it, I have to be honest, man, and I'm not like, I'm, I, I don't really want to play too polit political here because I'm apolitical at this point because I'm just so disgusted by both these political parties. But I noticed the Kamala Harris, when she got nominated for VP, that's when the ACAB and the cop thing was really taking a nosedive. You saw people backing off that shit. And the Democratic Party, the day after the election, on the conference call with 200 fucking members of the DNC, they were all complaining about saying, we got to stop saying abolish the police. We got to stop saying abolish the police. It's hurting us. It's hurting us. Now it's like, we love cops. Cops are great. Uh, you, know, what, what, you know, cops are like, let, let's, let's have a memorial service for the cops. And again, I'm not, I'm not anti-cop. I'm not anti-riot. I'm not anti-anti-riot. I'm just, I'm an observer. I'm like the watcher because I got a big head and I'm bald. If you know Marvel Comics, you know Fatu, whatever, The Watcher, I'm The Watcher. I'm watching. But I'm noticing this schizophrenia. And I, I, all the people that was put in ACAB in the summertime are now actively trying to get people caught by the same oppressive, uh, patriarchal, white supremacist police department and uh, federal agencies. They're now actively trying to, to help them. So I can't keep up with the schizophrenia. I can't. It's like to me, it's like make up your fucking mind. Uh, yeah, but that's I, almost I, like that's almost like killing two birds with one stone, though. That doesn't mean, necessarily mean they like cops if they're just reporting these people to cops because they're like, well, right. I mean, but if you can report, yeah. But this people. is how it starts. You see what I'm saying? It starts. This is a start. I'm worried that the right. mat. This is the match now. People now feeling like there's a girl. I, I she might even listen. To, I think she listens to the show. I don't. I'm not know her real name, and I would never out her because I ain't that dude. But. I, I was no on Twitter for a long time. She started like narcoing on people like that were at the thing and like calling their jobs. And I'm like, yo, what? B, like, yo, yeah, no, I swear to God, I, I don't want to, I don't want to blow her up because I'm not, no, I'm not no, trying no, to, blow, no, that's fine. I'm that's trying to, I'm trying to not blow people up. But there's a girl that I think listens to the show. She's a young lady. I'm not going to say her name, but she was like hashtagging people's jobs that were taking pictures at this thing. And I'm just like, 
So like, is that, is that how this, like, to me, like, that's, that's a little crazy. Like, I don't like, first of all, you should probably have a little bit more going on during the day. Like, I'm that's just me. I don't know. I'm a busy dude. I got dogs and fucking all this other shit. But I'm just saying, like, I don't know, like that my hatred of the, and believe me, I was angry and disgusted. I think we made that very clear how we felt about these people last week. Very clear. Okay. That doesn't mean that I'm going to, sp- I'm going to become, you know, just encyclopedia Brown and start, uh, you know, looking for people's personal information and then hashtagging the feds. Like I, I'm sorry, dude. Like I'm not that dude. Like, and you know what? Most people I know are not that dude. I don't trust the federal government. Like I, I'm not going to turn people over to fucking federal. Do you let them do the fucking job? You know what I'm saying? Do your fucking job. Your evidence is clear. If you, if the federal government can't find these motherfuckers making Facebook videos and TikTok dances, you know, but some girl is going to well, have to rat them out on the web. How like, can they not like, find them, though? I mean, they were someone know, came out in, from information security and said that because of all the Internet usage at the Capitol, they have mm. essentially their own like cell phone tower underground that brings in the signal and then retransmits it to the rest of the area. So if you were anywhere near there and had a cell phone, even if it wasn't on, they know you were there. They know where you were, when you were there, and they're going to get you because they can track right. it. So, like, why does the FBI need this? So that's where right. I kind of do agree with some of the conspiracy nuts. And that's where, like, if they wouldn't go so fucking batshit crazy, more people would agree with them, too. Because that yeah. when shit doesn't make sense, it doesn't make sense. So why would the FBI need it? And I think it's because just like Japan or China that has the social media currency. Facial, yeah, facial, rec- facial recognition. But is that, but I'm talking like the social media currency. They've built in a snitch system where like if you report on someone not towing the line, not being patriotic, not doing the right thing, they'll give you some sort of credit or monetary reward or fucking Kohl's cash or some shit. A uh, word? Wait, you get yeah. a Starbucks gift card for finding these people? <laughs> Nobody told like me that, that. shit. Shaheen, well, they would give it. Yeah, they were giving people a thousand. I don't know about Starbucks gift cards, but they were giving people a thousand dollars for um, turning these people in. And dude, again, I'm 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 from Philly. Obviously, I'm not from the snitch culture. Yeah, I don't know anybody that was. Are you kidding me? Yeah, you you I would be dead by now. Um, (laughs) But uh, I mean, if if you know somebody that was actually in there, I I I can't I can't blame you for turning them in. I can't feel bad. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Ratting somebody out should be a uh, an underground like a like a under the cover thing. Like if God forbid, look, God right. fucking forbid, I saw somebody I know there. God fucking forbid, because my crisis of conscience would be all over the fucking place. If I did do that and I did see somebody there and I thought they fucking you know were a traitor to the fucking country and fucking tried to fucking you know take over the goddamn fucking Capitol building. You think I'm going to go on Facebook and brag about it to people that I ratted somebody out? Like, what the fuck is that yeah. shit? Oh, like, Dude. that's weak, yo. I don't do that shit. I would be, I, I'm not saying I wouldn't do it. I'm saying that, like, say I knew somebody that did it and I saw him and I knew it and they got away with it. And I'm, if I ratted them out to the feds, I ain't telling nobody, dude. Oh, yeah. yeah. You're not going to advertise it. You think I'm going to go on to be like, just ratted out a Nazi? Yeah, you know, I guess I did. But, like, to me, that's like, well, if you, who are you going to rat out next? Because a rat is a rat. Like, that's rat culture. Like, you know, like, you know, there's, and I know this might sound a little silly coming from a middle-aged man, but, you know, I, I'm an Italian guy. I, rat culture is a fucking very important thing. One of the first things I taught my, my kids was not to be a rat. I was like, don't be a rat. Handle your problems yourself. Don't be a rat. Don't rat people out. Confront them. Don't right. rat people out. I don't like rats, dude. I'm not a rat. That I don't like it. I'm uncomfortable with rat culture. Yes, these people are disgusting. Yes, I despise these people. I despise any criminal who does something disgusting. 
right? And there is a level of justice, but it's not like these people were fleeing in the Orient for like months and no one could find them. Yeah, and I was going to say, this isn't like Robert Stack on Unsolved Mysteries, like yeah. he's murdered 16 people. Call the Burbank yeah. Police Department if you have a tip, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, like people were, couldn't wait to rat. People couldn't wait. They were like lining up to fight around. They were lining up to Sammy to bull everybody. And Tim Dillon was talking about that. And he was like, look, I, he's like, look, I grew up differently. I don't rat people. I don't, I don't rat people out to the feds, dude. Like, that's not me. Like, you know, let them get caught. Let them get caught. That's cool. Like, you know, like, don't get me wrong. If there's a child molester in my town and uh, nobody's doing anything, that's a different conversation. These motherfuckers were going to get caught. The whole country was against them. They weren't being harbored. It's not like they were like, like hiding like, you know, they, they were, they all were like trying to fly home. Like people get arrested at the airport, just get on planes. <laughs> so I don't know. I feel weird about it, dude. I feel weird. Like, I'm not saying like, I just feel like, don't we pay people to go after criminals? Like, isn't that their fucking job? Like, why do I got to fucking, why do I got to be a rat? And now everybody's celebrating being a rat. They're celebrating it. Like, Hey, it's great. I called Panera bread and got this girl fired from pressing sandwiches. It's like, well, what, like, what do you think is going to happen to you one day? Like, you think no one's going to, you, you ain't never going to be on the wrong side of something. You know, what if, what, if you're, what if you're mistaken? Let me ask you a question. I, this is me, right? I look like 5,000 people. I literally do. There's 5,000 people. You could find 50 people that look like me right now in two Google searches, right? What if somebody said, I think that guy was at the march? Now, obviously, I wasn't at the march. But now I got to prove I wasn't at the march. You see what I'm saying? And now it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa at the march? What the fuck are you talking about? I, I, I haven't left the fucking town. But now, how many people do you think immediately, if I just said, yeah, Draper was at the march, do you know how many people would immediately believe it without any proof? No proof. And immediately start doing shit, trying to find out where I live, trying to dox me, trying to find out where I work, trying to find out who I'm fucking. Yeah, remember, like who my remember mistress is. MAGA kid? Yeah, MAGA kid. Yeah, it's a great example. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying, Shaheen. Like, this is a weird thing because I, I, was, I, I just spent most of 2020 – Believing that, like, you know, the, the, the police department and federal government is not on our side and they're not, they're corrupt and they don't care about people. And now the whole country's gone, well, no, no, like, like well, we got to rat these people out. It's like, yeah, I get it. Like, it's a conflict. I'm not saying, I'm not, I, me personally, do you think I would go on the internet and say, I just ratted out a, a, a gym teacher for being at the march? No, because I'm, as, as a Brooklyn Italian dude, like, and, and a hardcore punk dude, I feel uncomfortable with that. Like I'm not comfortable with aiding the federal government from do your fucking job, yo. Like, you know what I mean? Like the information is there. I'm watching it too. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, let me, let me give you a perfect example. I got, I pretty much got blackballed from indie wrestling, right? A lot of people stopped using me over the Jim Cornette thing. And, uh, once, once the whole court thing is over, I can't wait for the transcripts to come out because, what happened to me is is exactly what you're describing, where they portrayed me as the person that that sold out, but I had to go to court because I got subpoenaed and I went to court <laughs> and I fucking had the guy pulling up audio recordings of me ratting on me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, dude, please pull out those transcripts because you will clearly see yeah. Yeah, that yeah. I got fucked. Yeah, and how many hateful messages came your way? Let's be honest, because I know that I, I, I was I was there. I was watching it. I was standing, I was standing right. right. I was getting death threats. I was getting all yeah. kinds so of shit. So he got death threats over wrestling. I don't like, I don't listen to Jim Cornette to this day unless it's a short bite, a sound bite someone sends me because it was. Yeah, I don't listen. I stopped I, listening I to the show too. I, I don't want to comment on it because I know there's still some legal shit pending. But like right. that really, really oh, I'll was nasty. Comment on it. 
because I'm not involved. I'm just a, I'm just a bystander making a, 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 an opinion. That was some fucked up shit. Shaheen, for people who don't know, we're going to be very delicate here for legal reasons. This isn't a joke. This isn't like a fucking goofy thing that we're just making up. Shaheen was involved in a legal situation between a very famous person in wrestling and a not-so-famous person in wrestling. And all Shaheen did was try to help the not-so-famous person in wrestling. That's it. He wasn't trying to make an enemy of the famous person in wrestling. It was a gig. He did it. He did it. He did art for somebody. And that and that started a fucking shitstorm that he's still dealing with. How long is it? A year and a half? Two years now. Two years. Yeah. Two years later. Two years. Still still legal problems. Still got Actually, problems. Actually over two years. It happened in October, two years. So like two like dude, yeah, two years and like three, four months. Yeah. Like, yeah. So now now on. here's somebody on this fucking show. Here's here's a regular dude on this fucking podcast who all he did was make art for somebody, and next thing you know, it's becoming a thing. It's going to court. He's getting death threats. He's getting his website taken down. He has to go to court. I mean, like, this is, like, it's all, and you know what a lot of that was? You know what kicked that off? You know what got your heat in trouble? Get ready. You ready? Rap culture. Because people couldn't wait to go to the person, the bigger Dude, person in the business. They recorded my voice. It. They literally yeah. recorded my phone calls. Yeah. I don't this know what other. Shit. This is real. Like, I don't None know what other way you can describe rat culture. I, I, I wasn't. I, I couldn't even. I couldn't believe what I was hearing because I'm like, yo, this guy, is portrayed to be this tough ass hardcore dude, but yet yeah. here we are. Yeah. Like, that, yeah. By the way, ratting people out is not hardcore. Just want to point that out. It's yeah, nothing. It's, I don't know. It just it no called me off guard, and and that's honestly that's mainly why I stopped watching wrestling. I got really yeah. grossed out by everything about it. And, um, and see, I know a lot of people in wrestling. Let, 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 let me speak on this for you because you can't talk about this, but I'm not going to blow you up. I'm just saying Shaheen was a guy who was dedicated to, to wrestling, to so buying tickets, paying for shirts, making merch for free, helping out shows, promoting shows, all at a loss. He was not profiting off of this relationship. He was doing this because he was a fucking fan. Okay. And his fandom cost him almost his fucking his livelihood and put him in a legal situation because the person that was supposed to fucking be the tough, hardcore, uh, scary deathmatch guy folded like a fucking chump and fucking narcoed because this is rat culture because rat culture is rewarded in this fucking, in this day and age. This was a shameful shit. This was shameful shit. I'm going to tell you a quick story. This is a, God, a hand to God honest story. When I was a teenager in Brooklyn, there was like these teen dances and the big thing at the teen dances was the like Italian, like fake gang dudes. They weren't not mafia shit. There was like crews of dudes that hung out in these like very middle-class neighborhoods and they would fight each other at these dances. So these dances would last about like an hour before everything happened. I'm at a teen dance in Coney Island. I'm 16 years old and I'm with a bunch of dudes. Right. And I'm a no pussy having 16 year old, no pussy having 16 year old at this point. And there's a teen dance. We can't even get into the dance because of fights. So one of these like hardcore, like uh, Guido tough guy, uh, druggy type dudes is in this crew of people I'm hanging out with. And he's like running the show. So we're all walking away from the dance. It's about nine of us, right? I'm 16. I'm 15. Excuse me. I'm 15. This is the mid eighties. A cop car pulls up and it says, there we are, whatever bullshit on the mic, right? On the thing. They get out. Now I've never had a confrontation like this with police in my life. And the cop goes over and goes, where are you guys going? And this is me. This is what I said. You ready? I they told us to leave, man. We're just walking, just walking away, just walking like that. And the cop was like, yeah, where are you going? And somebody else, nobody else was talking, whatever. And I was just like, yeah, we just walk to the train. That's it. He's like, I right, keep walking. 
The cop gets away with this is all I said. The dude that was like the tough guy dude gets all vexed at me and it's like, yo, some fucking some fucking dudes here got uh, brown on their nose, like some brown nose fucking cop talkers over here. All I said to the fucking dude was, we're walking to the train. That's it. And I say shit. This enraged this druggy crackhead Guido kick dancer to the point where he wanted to fuck me up. And his cousin was my friend. I had to tell him, don't jump me on the way to the fucking train because he thought I talked to cops. That's the culture that I was fucking growing up in. You don't talk to fucking cops. And granted, this is the Capitol building. I understand. This is a unique situation. That being said, there was 5,000 hours of footage of these motherfuckers. They wanted to get caught. They were giving their names. We saw them. They didn't need some girl to rat them out, you know, and brag about it on Twitter. And people are bragging about it. I don't know. I feel weird about that shit. I do. And Shaheen is still dealing with the illegal shit, yo. He's still dealing with that shit. When is that yeah. ever going to get resolved? I have no idea. Do you, you ever see uh, rappers when they get caught up in a situation, how fast they're quickly get a hold of their conversations and their Instagram's been hacked for six months? How does the FBI do that? But they can't find these. Do they only use the Patriot Act? They used the they, they, they only they only arrested thirty people so far. There was thousands of people. I, I I mean, I get it. It's only been like a week, but they they said it themselves that they're using face recognition software. Yeah. I mean, it shouldn't be that hard. I mean, I'm, I'm sure they got forty thousand tips of people Word. ratting people out. Forty thousand. Yeah. Only yeah. thirty of them were That's found. That's a lot. Of, yeah, and and again, like I said, it's a unique situation. I'm just saying. There's people like rat culture, like these Karen videos. To me, I'll be honest with you, I, the Karen videos are hilarious, whatever. But to me, it's rat culture. It's like, why are you yeah. blowing people up? Like, wh why are you confronting to put the phone down and confront the fuck a person like a like like a like a like a like a strong-willed person? Like my reaction when somebody wants to fuck me up isn't take my phone out or does something fucked up. It's to deal with the fucked up person. Yeah, it's like if you, you know, and I'm old as shit. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to steamroll. I no, I'm just saying, like, like I can't, like, I get so, like, I'm over it. I feel like there's got to be, we need a, we need, we need a renaissance of people because we've raised a generation of people to not be confrontational unless they can get on YouTube, unless they can get on TikTok. And I'm yeah. just like, and I'm scared because I got kids in my house. Like, that's like their whole life. Like their, their reaction is going to be if somebody does something wrong, isn't going to be to fix it. It's going to be to videotape it to get them in trouble. And I'm like, yo, man, like, I can't, like, that, that bothers me. It bothers me. Yeah. Like well, the Sicilian and can't, can't, can't shake it. Can't shake it. <laughs> well, I mean, it goes back to remember a year or two ago when uh, I made a smart ass comment toward Bully Ray or Bubba Ray Dudley, and right. someone ratted me out to him because they wanted to of score course. brownie points. And guess right. what? I deserved for a guy like that to, to call me out. I did. And the reason being, I should know better coming from our generation that Shaheen and I grew up in, or even you, John, that if you say something, it's not just fun and games, e even if you're just on the internet. I call the dude who's who's had some success, whether people like him or not, he's been a successful guy, he's respected in some ways in the industry for his work, even if people sometimes think he's a jerk off. But if I'm, as a grown man, willing to go on social media... And say that he's a loser or doesn't know what cool is. I deserve for him to clap back at me. And then when he did that, my immediate thought is, oh, fuck, I go to wrestling shows. Now, yeah. if this, if this, you know, if he perceives this as a threat, what happens if he ends up seeing me at, a, at an indie wrestling show at some point? And I don't, not that I'm afraid of that happening, but it's I'm a grown man. I think of those things. And yeah. then what happened six months later, that one dude who was booing at his girlfriend got pulled in the back of a ring of honor show and fucking threatened by the guy. 
Yeah. And yeah, you should have right. got fired for that shit. You sure. know what I mean? But that's the sure. same. I'm not into rats, yo. Like, no. you know, you know what I am into though, guys? I'm you know, uh I'm into dogs. I'm not into rats. I'm into dogs. Dogs don't rat. Dogs got loyalty, yo. Dogs are fucking loyal. Shaheen, yeah. you had an incident with a dog that we didn't get to talk about last week, but yeah. I thought it was a very, very important story. I want to make sure we talk about this shit because I this is like a nightmare story for me in my life. Because I always worry right. about this shit when I'm with my dogs. And, and it honestly goes hand in hand with what we we're just talking about. So it's actually exactly. a great segue because, yeah, yeah. dude, like I had a situation and I'll, I'll get into that in a second. But the first thing that that happened wasn't my phone popping out and recording it because it, it was a real situation. It wasn't even a thought to like record this shit and, and have a world star moment. But uh, long story short, one of my neighbors has a pit bull and this pit bull just runs around like all the time. I've had this pit bull in my yard before. I've literally had him in my house for a couple of hours at a time because they weren't home and their Jeez. lock doesn't work. So they just don't get a new fucking lock. So the pit bull just gets out all the time. So I didn't want the awesome. pit bull to get hit by a car. So I just kept it at my house for a couple of hours till he got home and I put it back in. So I've given him treats and stuff. So the dog kind of knows me. So I'm walking my dogs with my little sister and, uh, out of nowhere, she's, she starts screaming and I see now, the Shane, pit I'm bull. sorry. You have to preface this. Talk. Your dogs are in fact, small pugs. Small pugs on a leash. Um, one actually in a stroller because yeah. he's twelve, so he doesn't even walk. Oh. So I'm I'm pushing the one that's in a stroller. Well, she's you're just doing that because you know it's adorable. Let's be honest. Yeah, of course. You're just, you're just trying to get on Insta with that. Did it have a little bonnet on it like Bugs Bunny? Yeah, like he has a bonnet. Like, like she's like, well, the dog's twelve; he can't walk. But the pacifier and the bonnet are just for effect. Next year, I'm gonna upgrade. I gotta level up. But uh, <laughs> so I'm, I'm walking. I'm walking. I'm pushing the stroller, and she's a little ahead of me. So. The, the pit bull, I guess, got off the leash and it's running towards her. So she starts screaming and now I'm alerted. So I leave the, the stroller behind and I start running up you know, towards her. And uh, by the time I got there, the dog was already kind of nibbling on my dog. Oh, and God. keep in mind, mine is a, is a little puggle and this is a fucking pit bull. So yeah. luckily, by the time I got there, like I, I, the first thing I thought of was literally just to push the dog off. And I just started fucking cursing the dog out and just yelling in his face. And it probably isn't the smartest thing to do to a pit bull, but no. it's the first fucking thing. I, it's the first reaction I had because it was biting my dog. But lucky for me, the dog recognized my smell or whatever because I, I'd had that dog in my house, you know. But I'm surprised it didn't recognize my dog, though, because it's, yeah. it's, it's interacted with my dog before. But it, it attacked my dog and, and nothing happened to her. You know, I got there fast enough. So I, I'm, I'm waiting for the guy to come, you know, because I know the owner. I'm like, yo, this piece of shit, like your dog's <laughs> out again. And, and we're waiting for like two minutes and slowly this guy comes up and he's like, oh, the dog got off the leash again. Your dog is always barking at my dog and getting him all fussed up. And I just what? lost my shit on the guy. I was like, yo, you have some motherfucking nerve to get in my face and not apologize. The first fucking thing that should come out of your mouth is, hey, did my dog bite your dog? Is your sister hurt? That's a fucking teenager. Are you hurt? Did it bite you? Not not tell me, oh, and meanwhile, my dog didn't bark at this fucking dog. The dog came out of nowhere. I didn't even see the dog until it was kind of almost too late. You know what I mean? So I guess what happened is the dog got excited seeing my dog. Yeah. So it pulled. It yanked him. And he can't control his dog, so he fell on the ground. Hence the reason why he got to us so late. So he's oh pissed God. off that he fell on the ground. And he's trying to blame me for him falling on the ground and not being able to control his fucking dog. So he gets the dog again. The dog tries to get hyper again, but it's friendly at this time. It's just like, you know, it's just trying to play. And it gets off the leash again, and he falls on the fucking floor again. How now, this old guy, the dude? Can I ask you a question? How old the dude are we talking about here? Dude, he's your age, and he's an out-of-shape alcoholic. There we go. 
There we go. Like MAGA, like redneck, disgusting, fucking just. Of course he is. Just, he checks off on all the. So he's so you know, he's built like stereotypes. the skipper on Gilligan's Island, essentially. Yeah, yeah. It's just, uh, and, and I told him, you know, and and he started cursing me out because he he was baffled that I I told him to go fuck himself, you know. Right. He was baffled that I cursed him out, and he started yelling, "I can't believe you fucking cursed me out! Fuck you, you asshole!" And I just fucking lost my shit and said everything that came out of my goddamn mouth in front of me. And honestly, if my little sister wasn't there, I'm happy she was there because I would have blacked out on this dude, and I probably would have been in yeah. jail. Yeah, you know, and, yeah, because that's yeah, and he would have portrayed it as you attacked him, right? Unfunded. And he already was. He was blaming me, dude. He was blaming me for him falling on the ground. Can you imagine if I laid hands on this guy? No, that would have been a bad, bad move, dude. Bad move. I'm just telling you. But that is bad so move. typical now of people. I don't, I don't know if it's like this elsewhere because I've never traveled other than Mexico out of the country. But this whole victim shit, it's like, my dog got out and I fell down, so you're to blame for my problems. And we saw it when the right. ma- the Viking kid's mom, Mo Collins, fucking did her interview. Oh, it's everybody else. He wasn't a part of it. Like, yeah. is, does this happen everywhere else or is it just here? Yeah. No, everyone. It's, it's just the world. It's 2020, it's just the world. dude. Well, it's just the world. Like, like why, why do I have to be responsible? Why can't you be responsible for my dog? Why, why can't you be responsible for my dog? And, and, dude, honestly, the only reason, like, I haven't called the SPCA or anything on him is because, like, I don't know any no-kill shelters around here. And, like, pit yeah. bulls are, like, out of control here. So, I, like, I just don't want to have him put the dog down. But the, he, he shouldn't own a dog. And, and I no. guarantee you the next time. Shouldn't own a, that guy shouldn't even own a goldfish. Fuck yeah. a dog, yo. Dude, like, I would, the next time I would let the dude have a fucking dog. bird. Does he have kids? Yeah, man. Next time that dog's that free, you keep that dog and don't well, give it that's, back. That's the thing. I'm going to take the dog and I'm just going to hold on to it till I can find somebody to just, you know, that I know that can take care of it. Because I, I just, it, I, it is a good dog. Like, it, it is a good dog. Yeah, it's not it's just, the dog's fault. Yo, I, and, I t- and I'll tell you what it is. This guy's never home. I don't know if he's at fucking bars or his, whatever the fuck he's doing. He's never home. So the dog never gets walked. So when he's walking, he's excited. So this guy can't control it because he's probably drunk walking around, belligerent. Yeah. And, and I get it. The dog is fucking hyper. It's probably – and I see the lights. The lights are always off. You know what I mean? This dog is sitting in darkness all fucking night, oh. you know, barking and shit. I hate, I hate it, man. You should call the feds and tell them he was at the Capitol. Yeah, that's a good – yeah, why don't you do that? That'll be the next I thing. Just, just lie and say people at the Capitol building <laughs> just to get well, them in the what, what I was doing, What I was doing for a while was I was, I was disposing all my poop bags in his yard. So mm. I would walk the dogs like late at night, midnight, yep. and I would just drop Covers. off like 10 bags in the yard and, you know, that's what I do. Well, uh, that, I, that, I also do that to Trumpers, man. That I, I used to argue with Trump people on like Facebook and I slowly realized that like – it's a waste of my time. I'm never going to change these people's minds that some dude in Arizona that I don't know, it doesn't fucking matter. So yeah. this is, it's kind of gross, but it's funny. So usually like when I'm browsing Facebook first thing in the morning, I'm, I'm in the toilet. You know what I mean? So yeah. whenever I see these people making comments and I don't go for the ones where they're just like disagreeing with me, I'm, I'm straight up going for the ones that are just blatantly just racist or just like, how the fuck are you saying this? So I'll just message them and I'll just take a picture of my shit. And I'll just send them a picture of that. And, and they don't usually know how to react. <laughs> they, just, like, they just sit there and just don't respond. And I figure that's probably the most uh, entertaining way for me to entertain myself in 2021. That's the opposite yeah. of, of John's disarming people by sending pictures of dogs. You're actually just sending pictures yeah. of shit. I yeah, do. I, I've done it to several. As I get older, I'm going to send pictures of my sagging balls. I'm just going to put like, like a smiley face on them, like with a marker and just hold them up and just take a snapshot and send it to people. But see, but dude, like that, like you get like, that's what I'm saying. What did you do? You, you, you confronted the fucking guy. You didn't take your camera out. You didn't call 50 people. You didn't call the paper. You didn't call news five. 
You know, it's like this knee jerk reaction to fucking to 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 get everybody to fight your own battles is weak, yo. Like it's just weak. Fight your own fucking battles. Fight your own. Let me tell you something. I had incidences like that with dogs. I get very testy when I see dogs off leashes because I own small dogs and I worry about the dog getting hit by a car. Okay. There is no worse sound in your life that you will ever hear than hearing a dog struck by a, by a fast speeding car. Trust me. It is a sound you don't want to hear. I've heard it. It's happened to me. That, in that case, it was my fault. I had a puppy go off a leash and got killed like in front of me. You don't forget shit like that. So I hate irresponsible pet owners. I hate them. I fucking can't stand them. I, I had a confrontation with somebody a few years ago. I talked about it on the other podcast where I was at my in-laws for a funeral and there was a dog out in the snow barking for like four hours. And my in-laws like, yeah, that poor dog's out there all the time. I went downstairs. I started putting my boots on. My father-in-law goes, where are you going? I go, I'm going to the house. He goes, whoa, whoa, what do you mean you're going to? I go, I'm going to the house. And he goes, John, you can't do that. I go, why? And he was like, you don't know who lives in the house. I go, I don't give a shit who lives in the fucking house. The dog's out in the fucking freezing cold. For all, you tell me a dog barks all day on the cold. Fuck that. So my father-in-law was like, please don't do it. You get shot. I go, I'm fuck. I'm going to go to the fucking house. I'm like, that's, that's what you do. Go confront the fucking. You know, I was like, what are you doing? The dog's keeping you up at night. Blah, blah. What are you doing about it? Do, do nothing? You wait for somebody else to do something about it? Like, like just be your own, be your own fucking uh, hero. Be your own fucking person. Like, I hate that shit. But I hate irresponsible pet owners, dude. Like, I, I, I can't stand an irresponsible pet owner. Yeah. What's this pit bull's and name? It's probably got a bad, like a dumb name too. I, I don't know, but, but B Show brought up a, a good question. He asked me if he has any kids, and I don't have any proof of this, but he does have a have a have a. Uh, I guess she's a teenage girl now. Maybe she's like 13, 14. But I mean, I've been in this neighborhood for for almost a decade now. I remember her being like eight years old, and she would be on the swings till like nine thirty, ten thirty at nights, dude. On weekdays when you have school the next day. This and, dude sounds great. By the yeah, way. he's a piece of shit. He's a total piece of shit. See that? And like the whole neighborhood hates him. He's the only one in this area that's like this. Like it's not like a white trash area. So it's it's all like pretty progressive or it's older people that are just all right. It's it's a pretty nice area. He's like the only piece of shit. And he, his house is the only one that he doesn't take care of. The lawn is all fucked up. It doesn't match anything in the whole area. Just so everybody probably hates this guy anyway. Everybody hates annoying. this fucking guy. Yeah, he's paid for other people's uh, dogs because they got bit by his dog. So, like, people have called the cops on him. He's got a history, and they've told him that if one more call, we're taking the dog. You and then the I mean? dog gets put down, and this dude not yeah, changes right. in this guy's fucking life. Right, and he gets he's another. Just gonna co- yeah, he gets to Coors Light the fucking night away. <laughs> I'm just gonna Coors Light and Fox News. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna Fox. I'm gonna. I'm gonna Fox News the night away. I'm just gonna Coors Light yeah. and Fox News the night away. You know, dude, his daughter, his daughter will be on the swings till like 1030 at night. And I'm pretty sure she's autistic because she all she does is swing for hours, hours and hours. She'll be there for hours and just, you know, with her headphones on for hours. And I never see her interact with anybody. See, the way you guys get about dogs, that's how I get about kids. Yeah. Yeah. He's a total piece of shit, man. Yeah. I don't I don't like irresponsible anything, man. I'm not into I, I like I like personal responsibility, but I hate. The, the, the irresponsible pet owner shit, man, that fucking bugs me, man. That fucking bugs the shit out of me. That's a pet peeve. No pun intended. That's a pet peeve of mine. And I'm like that with kids too. I, I get nervous when I see kids like running around. Nobody's watching them falling and shit. Right. And the parents are on a phone fucking picking wedgies out of their fucking lobster fucking ass. Fucking not fucking watching them and shit. Is this guy fat? It's usually always fat people. He's, what the he's, fuck is he? He is fat. He is fat. He's like, he's like, uh, 
He's not like full flat fat. He's like he's he's got like beer skinny gut. arms and shit. It's just the yeah. beer gut. Yeah, yeah. Lucky you can tell he just beer drinks gut. beer all fucking day. Yeah. But yo, the, the the crazy thing is, I can tell this guy's never been punched in the face. You know what I mean? Because a lot of people that talk crazy like this have never been decked in the face. And I'll oh, tell yeah. you why. Because this guy, when he was on the floor, I told you he fell twice. The second time he when he fell, he was next to a car, a parked car. And the leash had had gotten caught around the tire. So he was trying to undo the leash so he could get up off the ground. Meanwhile, he's calling me an asshole and talking shit. And I told him, I was like, I can tell no one's ever put hands on you because if I wanted to, I could literally stomp your face right now. You're talking shit from the ground. I could literally stomp your face right now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you shouldn't. (laughs) I I didn't. And I told him, I made sure I was like, I was like, I'm not threatening you. I'm just letting you know I could if I wanted to. Because you put yourself in a bad spot. Yeah, You're like why, crazy why even have the dog the in the first place? Like, uh, like this right. is piss, this pisses me off so bad. Like, why have the just get rid of the fucking dog? Give the dog away. Give it to a no kill shelter. See right. if maybe put an ad out. So I ask people in the neighborhood. Go look. Obviously, I can't handle my dog. Like, like look, like, like, like. Ah, uh, this makes me His so angry. Last dog, dude. His last dog. He would walk it around, and you could tell this. The the cyst on this dog was like. A fucking it was like five grapefruits on each other. Like the, the stomach was smaller than the cyst. You know what I mean? It's like, dude, you you either gotta like get a surgery or that dog needs to be put down. You can't fucking have a, you know what I mean? I, I just I don't know, man. I can't stand that dude. I, if he, I hope he was at the Capitol. I'd I'd love to see the FBI pull up here one day and take that dude out. I'd fucking throw a party outside. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, he's yeah, probably gonna live dude. to be 150 and have yeah, five hundred dogs. It's, it's a damn shame. Just just damn quietly shame. walk away with his dog like the white kid from next Friday as the cops haul him away. <laughs> and I told him too. I said next time I catch your dog, I'm keeping the dog. Keep the dog. Fuck him. Hundred percent. And then yeah. now you have it. Keep, dude, I have so many people. I have so many witnesses in this neighborhood that know, like, that have had issues with him, with his dog getting off the leash and attacking them. So like, it wouldn't be a problem. Like, yeah, it wouldn't be a problem for me to prove that this guy's a piece of shit. Yeah, that pisses me off. You know, uh, one of the things, you know, I'm a dog. Bisha, you have an old dog too, right? Don't you have an older dog? Yeah, she's 12, man. 12 yeah, you have lab. an old dog. I she... got an old dog. Wait, your dog is a lab? Yep, 12-year-old lab. I was going to say, she's been she's been fine since like the past two months. Now she's starting to have trouble walking. Well, that, that's going to segue into my next point. So uh, I, I talk about this, you know, I mean, I probably shouldn't talk about it, but I just think it's so juvenile, like to pretend that it's like a big deal. It's not a big deal. So I won't smoke anything. I do not smoke shit. I won't smoke anything. I gave up cigars. I used to like cigars a little bit. I just stopped smoking. My dad died of smoking. I just feel like I'm an old dude. I can't be smoking, but I love to get high. So uh, edibles are like my shit. Like I, 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 I have a weekly edible fest in my house that turns into like a gorge fest because I get fucked up. I watch a bunch of cool movies. I eat a bunch of shit and then I sleep and it's great. Right. So all in my state, New York state, all these CBD oil stores were popping up and I always thought they were stupid because I'm like, what's the point without, without getting high? Like, I just don't get it. But I knew that there was legal, like a legal reason why they could sell the, basically the thing that gets you high in pot is THC. But CBD is like the, is like what, like a healthy element derived from that. That's not a uh, an not considered, I guess, a, an hallucinogen or whatever. But anyway, basically, THC anything with a lot of THC is the THC in your weed is what gets you high, right? So I'm not like some big stoner or whatever. I'm not like fucking uh, dude. Where's my car? Shit. But you know, I know a little bit about this. So for years, I've been hearing about the benefits of CBD stuff, right? And I got a dog who um, Lola. She's, she's going to be nine. And she, the first six months of Lola's life, she was kept in a crate, like almost 24 hours a day. 
to the point where her hips are all bad. And it gave her all this degenerative fucking joint and hip pain. Last couple of nights, the dog was crying, just sitting on a couch, which is unlike her, right? She's not like that. So I got very nervous. So I ain't got the kind of scratch to like fucking, you know, drop five beans on fucking, you know, bring her to a vet. So I had to get crafty. So everything kept leading me to CBD, like, like for pets, right? So I did my research and uh, I got up a couple of days ago early, which is not a very stoner move. I got up very early. And I went to the CBD store and I talked to the guy. And sure enough, he had all this shit for pets. And uh, Lola, who was crying, who could barely go outside to pee, I gave her some CBD. And like 10 minutes later, she wants to go for a walk. She's like literally hopping around the fucking house, like jumping like a jackrabbit. And I'm like, oh, Lola's fucked up. This is awesome. Like, you know, so um, so now I'm, I, I posted something about it under my uh, government uh, social media. And all these people are like, yeah, I've been doing that for years. It's it, like I have a dog. I can't even live without it. Like, you know, it's amazing. So I'm going to recommend now to people just at first hand, if you have an older dog and they're having joint problems and it's not just joint problems, it's many problems. You do your research in your state because I don't know the legalities of CBD, but it's fucking unbelievable. Like I can't even tell, like this dog couldn't get, she couldn't get off the couch two days ago. She couldn't get off the couch. And yeah. now she's going for walks. And because I got a high dosage of her that was um, in a treat, which, because it gets into a blood stream faster rather than a topical or like a, a dropper. So Shaheen, you rather have all the pets. Rather than a joint and sharing it with the dog. Look, I would, I would smoke a blunt with Lola and listen to Biggie Smalls in a heartbeat. I would love to do that. It's just not in the cards. You know what John, I mean? I would, take it. Take a look at this. This is what I get. It's on Amazon. If, I don't know if we're going to put this video up or not. But if we do, if, if we don't, you can search this on Amazon. It's called Paul Ish. Um, it's hemp and joint. So it's got literal like weed balls. And uh, it's got turmeric in there and ginger. So it's good for oh, dogs. Oh, yeah, it's definitely good for the dogs. B-Show, yeah. you have an older dog, man. I mean, if your dog's having joint and back pain or hip pain or whatever, like, uh, you know, arthritis. I could tell Lola has arthritis. I, I, I don't know the name of what I'm using. But it's very like CBD, like weed's getting legal everywhere. So CBD stores are popping up like crazy. And what I imagine is these CBD stores might become obsolete when weed becomes more legal because you have to have the card. Like some of them are two fours. Like, I don't know, like, uh, Shaheen, do you have a weed card? I do. Yeah. Okay. So does your weed place allow, sell CBD as well? Like without THC? Without, without? No, you still need a card. Around still here, you still need a car okay. for the CBD. Yeah. yeah, I just needed to be over 18. Like, that was all thing. And, like, you know, obviously it was for dogs. But B-Show, you should look into this for your dog, man. I'm telling you. Like, it's it being – I've not heard of any negative side effects in this. It's not cheap, but it's your pet. You know what I'm saying? You want your fucking pet. It's just – it's helpful. It's just – it's something that helps. I had a friend who told me that 12-year-old dog, they have to put it in her food every night because they can noticeably see, like, when she doesn't have it, how she yeah, can't, wow. like, she can't go out. Dude, that's my, my dog. Like, I have pugs have bad joints. So, yeah. my dog, he's 12. If I don't put him on this, he's not getting up. Like, I would literally have to pick him up to go piss. I, I place him outside to piss. I place him back on the bed. But, uh, yeah, you can get this. It's, it's just, it's turmeric, it's um, ginger, and it's hemp. And wow. uh, it's on Amazon. I think it's like 30 bucks. And I have like the subscription. So, they just resend it to me every like two months. Yeah. So, I'm thinking of biting the bullet so and getting the card. I I'm thinking of doing it. Like my wife has a card, um, but she doesn't use it. Like she's just, she doesn't, she doesn't use it. She says the card. I'm thinking of biting the bullet. B show. What's the, st what's the marijuana status in your state? Uh, it is legal medically for like 10 very narrowly, or yeah, very narrowly defined, uh, reasons. 
So it's not like you can go to your doctor and say, I've got chronic back pain or I have anxiety or depression and they can write you a card. It's like mm. if you have kidney failure, if you have cancer, if you have like it's some very narrowly defined stuff. Uh, so, yeah. And, and unfortunately, I don't <laughs> think that's going to change for a while because of the voting base. Oh, is that right? No, no it's a damn shame. You know, it's like getting more and more like uh, like I like I got a store I can go to right by my house. Like like I pass by it every day on my run and I'm just like like we don't go there, but like we, we have a card for it. I went there once and it's basically exactly what you think it would be like. It's not exactly the best and brightest, but, you know, I mean, I get it. It, it helps people. You know, my dad, I, I, it's probably not the best look, but when my dad was very sick with cancer, a friend of ours would um do a uh, solid for my dad and get uh, the lollipops for my dad. My dad was a big anti-drug guy. My dad didn't even really, really drink alcohol that much. He just liked cigarettes. Like that was his thing. He didn't drink booze. He was a coffee drinker and a cigarette smoker. And towards the end, my father capitulated even in his seventies, like as he was dying, saying that it was totally helping him. Like it was absolutely helping him. He was in chronic pain. He was in chronic agonizing pain and he could only use the lollipops because his body couldn't really like he couldn't even eat food but he would suck on the lollipops and like totally changed his life so yeah anybody out there like uh you know like like yes it's fun to get high i think getting high is great i think it should be legal but uh from a pet perspective you know if you have a dog that's got some health issues and it's good for their anxiety as well a lot of pets have anxiety especially pets living in the city like uh, you know in small little apartments alone all the time yeah. freaking the fuck or like, out or like we're home a lot now because of the pandemic but my dog yeah. is deaf now she can't hear and i've noticed oh. ever since she lost her hearing she's like right by her side every minute and i think oh. she's always had separation anxiety but it's been even worse now because she just needs to know you're there and can't hear you yeah i'm like that with everybody because i can't hear so i need that i have um i want to i have anxiety that i'm not going to be separated from everybody I'm actually getting worried that I'm going to have to go back outside. I've been enjoying this so much. It's been fantastic. Not having to see people is amazing. I got to tell you, man, I'm going to miss it. I feel like it's coming to an end soon. And I'm like, oh, can we just do this a little bit longer? Like, I can't just like to not have to go to dopey people's shit is yeah. the greatest gift in the history of the universe. Like, I, I sense, I sense it's, it's changing. Like, as more people start getting the shots, I'm like, fuck, I got to go see people. Like, fuck, I'm loving this not seeing people. It's been amazing. It's been amazing. I love yeah, it. Yeah, I really like it, actually. I, really I love like it. it. I fucking yeah. love it. I love it. I love it. I hope it never ends. As, aside from the ends. movie theaters, can we just open those back up, though? Like, oh, if I, I could have gone to the movies this whole time, oh, I would have been in heaven. I would have been no. in heaven. That's going to wrap it up for the free portion of the show this week. If you want more of this episode, go to patreon.com slash break the app. For just five bucks a month, you have access to ad-free versions of the weekly episodes and bonus Patreon-exclusive shows as well. Again, that's patreon.com slash break the app. You can also follow John Draper at I am John Draper on Twitter, Shaheen at Nuclear Heat on Twitter, and you can request graphics work or order unique prints from Shaw at nuclearheat.shop. You can always follow me, B Show Brian, on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at B Show Brian. And you can find this show and follow us on Facebook.com slash BreakTheApp and Twitter at BreakTheApp. My name is B-Show Brian J. for John and Shaheen. Thanks again, and we'll see you on Patreon. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. Judy. 
Chumba. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.